Boston Celtics get humbled. The Miami Heat come in, force a bunch of turnovers, get a bunch of offensive rebounds, and the Celtics winning streak is over. How bad is it, though, really? I'm going to talk about it right now on a bonus Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown's 18. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. And I'm here for you every day, even on a bonus Saturday podcast, which I don't know how many people are really going to want to listen to it after the Celtics overtime loss 121-16 to the Miami Heat. But I'm here for you anyway with a free, fresh podcast that you can get if you are subscribed, drop directly to your device. So please subscribe and you can find out, oh, wow, hey, look, John did an extra bonus podcast. Uh, or you can watch the show on YouTube, ring the bell, and get notified when I drop a video there. I am John Corrales, former professional basketball player. Uh, now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I've written a book called Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. People are buying it on johncorrales.com. Signed copies. I have to say, internationally, I'm sorry. International orders, if you really want it to go to another country, it does cost extra for shipping, so you're going to have to use my contact form on the website if you insist uh, that you want it, I'll tell you what it costs, and it's going to be, uh, it's definitely going to be costing you a little bit more. So I'm sorry. Today's show is brought to you by the folks at Crack Sauce, C R A I C Sauce.com. Big, bold flavors, hot sauce built different. It's built right here in Massachusetts as well. Support a Celtic season ticket holder by going to Crack Sauce, C R A I C Sauce.com, using the promo code locked on for 10% off. Boston Celtics lose 121-16, like I said, in overtime. And look, this is a simple, the story about this is simple. The Celtics had 20 turnovers that led to 21 Miami Heat points. That's that's the story. Thank you for listening. <laughs> that's about it. No, it's, it's the Celtics had 20 turnovers that led to 21 Miami Heat points. Uh, Jalen Brown, who was otherwise awesome, Jason Tatum, who had his worst game of the season, each had five. Uh, they each had three that went for steals and went the other way. Live ball turnovers are killers. But Marcus Smart had four turnovers and some live ball turnovers in there as well. Bad passes, kind of, I don't know, passes that I don't even know why they even were attempting to make some of these passes. It's It was wild. Uh, it's funny to me that, even after, so Miami, you know, this was the second game and, and the Celtics won that first one. They pulled away at the end. That was a tight game that first one around. Miami comes in and I compared it to Biff in Back to the Future before Marty McFly goes and sets everything straight. He comes in and he's like, I don't know, was he like giving noogies to Marty's dad? Like, he, there, there's, there's one guy that you go back to your childhood. If you've ever been back to your high school, your college, or even like a family gathering, I'll tell you, it took me a long time to get over. I'm 49. It took me a long time, like recently to get over the, 
the jitters I felt around my dad when we were trying to do something handy because my dad's a handy guy and I'm not naturally that I can be, but whatever he would tell me to do something and I would kind of screw it up and he'd go, what are you doing? And, you know, I'd feel like, oh, geez, oh, sorry. I'm not, you know, every bit of confidence that I have in the, in the rest of the world goes away when I'm around my dad doing something handy. Uh, so this is kind of how I see the Celtics around the heat. Yeah, they, they, you can still do it. You can still feel fine and, and accomplish the goal. They still win. They still beat them in the conference finals last year. They still won that last game. So it's not entirely like Miami comes in and does whatever they want, but it's very obvious that Miami comes into Boston and it just has a, they have a thing with the Celtics where Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum all of a sudden start trying to do too much. They start trying to, I don't know if it's because Miami has those mismatches like Tyler Hero down the stretch. The Celtics were going after Tyler Hero a lot. And Joe Mazzulla was saying, yeah, no, that wasn't within the flow of the offense. And Jalen Brown kind of said, eh, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. And and he kind of admitted that there are times where they could have driven more and attacked more and attacked better, and they ended up shooting the ball or or didn't didn't have that secondary attack. It's almost like and Jalen used the the word uh, uh, the phrase was Miami does a good job at baiting us into what they want us to do, which is kind of everything when it comes to what I'm talking about. You got a guy like Tyler Hero out there who was spectacular for them. 26 points, five rebounds, three assists, three steals. But they attacked him over and over and over again. And you think that, hey, all right, we got him. There was one play, it was Jalen towards the end. I think it was Jalen, where he gets by. Yeah, it was either Jalen or Jason. I'm, I'm mixing things up, but... He gets by Tyler Hero and he makes this play. And it's like, oh, boom, I got him. And then in comes Jimmy Butler. Swat, nope. Like they do a great job of saying, oh, here's your, here's your bait. Here's your little Tyler Hero. Don't you want to attack Tyler Hero? He's so bad defensively. And they go, yeah, I totally want to attack Tyler Hero because I want, like, there's the bait, there's the worm. I don't know. I don't see a hook. Let me just go for it. Boom. And they'll, you try to do a little too much. Their help comes over. They, they, they find ways to make you pay for doing that too much. It's okay to do it every once in a while. And it's okay, by the way, to do that and use the fact that they're sending that help to spray the ball around which is why on Boston Sports Journal at the end, I wrote, stick to the plan, stick to the plan, and things will go well. I don't mind attacking Tyler Hero theoretically, but also you don't have to just attack Tyler Hero for you to score. Galen Jason can attack Tyler Hero and force Jimmy Butler to come over, but instead of teeing up a block shot, or instead of having Caleb Martin come over or somebody else come over and get a, a steal or, or a deflection, suck in that defense and spray it, kick it out to the corner. And when they overreact, 
because they will overreact. They want to pack the paint. So if that ball goes out to the corner, the guy who packed the paint goes, oh, crap. Boom, runs out to the corner. Now you got one, maybe two guys out of position. Another swing, another swing. This is the Celtics basketball. They had one possession late in the game where they actually had the ball movement and it resulted in a Grant Williams dunk. And I was like, yes, finally, you move the ball. That's what you're supposed to do. Move the ball, you get an easy bucket. So fine, attack the mismatches. Attack them all you want. But don't just attack them to say, I'm going to score. When you're attacking a mismatch, you got to attack it and have that feeling of, I am creating the best shot possible. And one of the things that the Celtics, when they're at their worst, tend to do is say, I am creating the best shot possible, dot, 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 which is my shot right now. And they get two tunnel vision, and that leads to the Jalen Brown turnovers, that the classic Jalen Brown running into somebody jumping and not knowing where to go turnover. Uh, that's what leads to these types of plays where they need to, and they need to do what they've done for most of the season, which is I'm going in to just create the best shot and I'm going to read. Oh, here we are. Here's everybody. It's a lot of people in front of me. That means I must have a teammate somewhere out here that can accept the pass and hit the shot. They didn't do that, and that led to turnovers, missed shots, and generally poor execution, and the loss. It was a tight loss. It was it was a tough one. Jimmy Butler hit some some tough shots, man. Jimmy Butler doing his thing, 25 points, 15 rebounds. I mean, he's out there doing Jimmy Butler stuff, and, and he, he closed this out. Miami really wanted this game. Miami really wanted this game. I mean, Jimmy Butler was on social media with the video out there saying, Boston, I'm coming, I'm thirsty. Like, this is this was playoff-type um, feelings for them. They needed this. I thought the Celtics had it. They, they had this weird spot. It really was a weird thing where Sam Hauser gets the layup. They call an offensive foul on, on Al Horford, which – Side note, all right, I will talk about the officials, not in the sense of they they cost the Celtics the game. They didn't. I just talked about the turnovers, the turnovers. And by the way, offensive rebounds. I'm on like three different cha- tangents right now. It's it's quarter of three in the morning, and I've got three thoughts in my head. This is dangerous. Let me let me start with this. The the offensive rebounds, 12 to 7. Uh, the second ch- chance points were 22 to 10, I think, off the top of my head. And Miami shot 101. They had 101 field goal attempts to Boston's 87. That You can't give up that many more shots to a team like Miami that's going to hit those shots. So the turnovers and the second chance points crushed the Celtics. That's why they lost. Okay, that tangent's put aside. (laughs) The officials, before the game, they called... Delay a game warnings on both teams. They were coming out for their, I don't know, were they taking too long for their uh, pregame sh- handshakes? Is there is this a thing now? Is, is the may, Maybe the pregame handshakes are getting too elaborate. 
And I, I can kind of see that actually, because you watch the Celtics and, you know, Jalen Brown and Grant Williams are playing rock, paper, scissors. And Hey, if you, if you get a good run there, that could take a little while. Everybody's got a thing. Every player, every two guys has a thing that they do. I don't know how you can all keep track of that. Somehow that took too long and refs called delay a game on both teams heading into the jump ball. I've never seen that before. And that's why I tweeted out. We're in for, we're in for an interesting night from the officials. And we were on both sides. Seriously, definitely on both sides. Uh, Points of emphasis on the illegal screens, the travels, all of that stuff. The league is putting a point of emphasis on all of that stuff. And as I've said, I think I said on this podcast, or maybe I said on Lockdown NBA, I do think that this is kind of like an it's evening the playing field a little bit by calling all of that stuff, by calling those offensive fouls, by calling the travels. You're actually giving the defense a chance to kind of catch up a little bit without changing any rules. The offenses are so out of control that if if players are worried about their first steps and, and they're, they're a little more careful about that, you're actually giving the defense a little bit of a chance to slide in front and, and kind of you're taking away just a tiny, tiny bit of the offensive advantage. But regardless, it was a weird, weird night. There were some offensive fouls that, Al Horford got called for one. He just put his hands on. It was it was a pick. You've seen this pick a lot of times. They put two hands on the guy, but it wasn't really a push off. You just you just touched him and he moved. But when you put the two hands on the guy, that's an automatic offensive foul now. So it's an illegal screen. So officiating was weird, and I think that's what messed with Jason Tatum because Tatum was in foul trouble for most of the game. I, I thought. It was a ballsy move by Joe Missoula to keep Tatum in with four fouls. He got his fourth foul early in the third quarter, and Missoula said, you know what? Nope, we're, we're going to let him ride it out. And I thought it was going to cost Miami because they didn't um, they they didn't attack him. They didn't go after him to try to get that fifth foul. And I thought going into the fourth quarter, I said, okay, here we go. Fourth quarter, two fouls. He's he's okay. He can get more aggressive. And it just he just never he never had it. He never had the 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 rhythm. And I think the early foul trouble kind of knocked him out of that rhythm a little bit. Um it was nice to see. It was nice to see uh Grant Williams get get on track. 18 points, four of six shooting from three, six of eight overall. He was good. I thought Marcus Smart was generally good, minus his three-point shooting, which was one of seven. He also had one just terrifically bad shot where the Celtics, it was four and a half minutes to go. It was a one-point game, and the Celtics could, if they had just manufactured a basket there, they would have taken the lead, and who knows how it would have gone after that. For some reason, he had just found uh, Jason Tatum for an easy basket. I forget if it was a dunk or I think it was a dunk. That big dunk down the down the middle is what it was. And I think, I don't know, Marcus got caught up in the momentum and and shot that early three, one on four. And it was just like, oh. I know the coaches say when you're open, let it fly. Don't pass up the open shots. But that one was not it. That was not it. That was not the shot to take. So he he had a generally good game. I thought he played well. 
But that one shot was just terrible. Oof, that was that was a bad one. And you know, with Marcus Smart, that's what people fixate on. And so that that's uh that was a shame. Um interesting that Miami went with a lot of bam at a bio down the stretch. That's a kind of a new wrinkle for the heat and something to keep an eye on moving forward. The close Bam out of bio has not necessarily been a closer for Miami. And he was in this game. And that's something you're going to have to really watch for down the stretch. How does Robert Williams, the next time they play, or if they meet in the playoff series, how does Robert Williams kind of factor into that? And how will he change that? You know, if the, it gets another, if you have another close game down the stretch, but Tough one. Celtics had their chances, man. They had their chances, but they couldn't. They couldn't. They just couldn't keep control of the ball. Like I said before, Miami just draws this type of game out of them. But in the end, I'm really not that worried. It's not like, uh, first of all, you can't, obviously you can't win them all. This is a, this is definitely a, you can't win them all type of scenario. Uh, Also, hey, look, while you're worried about, you know, maybe you were swearing at the TV the Lakers were beating the Milwaukee Bucks in Milwaukee. So that you could probably look at it and be like, wow, look at all these teams that 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 lost. Uh, you know, Atlanta without uh Trey Young beat Denver. Um obviously you you know, look, Brooklyn, they're they're kind of on a roll. Uh, but they they obviously been struggling. They beat Toronto. Uh the Lakers beat Milwaukee. Uh it's weird. No, the Rockets beat Phoenix. So you you got some weird results in this game. Maybe maybe it's just like a, a thing. Maybe it's just a thing. <laughs> weird results night in the NBA. I think it's good. Look, you, you play a game like this. You get humbled a little bit. I wrote after the game, my, you can always count on the Miami Heat to come in and humble the Boston Celtics, whether it's their zone, whether it's Jimmy Butler, whether it's something. The Miami Heat always have a way of humbling the Boston Celtics when they're feeling too good about themselves, uh, and and that's fine. You kind of you kind of need those doses of reality every once in a while. Celtics are still the best team in the league, and I'm not all that concerned. Uh, if anything, you say, "All right," it refocuses refocuses them on their way out to a weird long road trip, Brooklyn, Toronto, and then the West Coast. Which, okay, great. Uh, what Phoenix, Golden State, and LA twice. So should be good. Should be good. I'll be here for all of it. Uh, late, late, late games. So weird podcasting times all next week. But stick around. Make sure you're subscribed, and you will uh, you'll get post game pods somewhere along the way. You'll get post game pods. Remember today's show brought to you by our friends at Crack Sauce C R A I C. Made by a Celtics season ticket holder. Made in Massachusetts. This stuff is awesome. If you want to try it, you can go to the Black Rose before a game. Black Rose at Faneuil Hall. They have it. Go, go to dinner there before a game and ask for it. You can try it there. They also are at the SOA Winter Market in uh, the south end of Boston for uh, for December. So go check them out there. You can go buy it in person. You can talk to them about it. And you can try their limited edition Aji Punch. People are putting this on their pie, their ice cream, their pancakes, and in cocktails. Sounds crazy, but it works. Super limited edition sauce. Sweet with a little bit of heat. So check it all out. Crack sauce, C-R-A-I-C sauce.com. 
can see it right here on YouTube. Locked on is a promo code for 10% off. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for sharing the podcast on your friends and family and everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Locked On Celtics podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.